What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 158. On this episode, we are joined by Southern Comfort, a.k.a. E. Uh, he has listened to all of our fucking podcasts, so that's how he earned a spot here. Um, and anyway, we get into all the other shit he does. Um, we talk about Graveyard Entertainment, who he is a part of, their artist, Sir Nasty. We talk about my new speakers, uh, some music homies, uh, some podcast questions from me to have to him. Uh, we talk about some different podcast guests, uh, our music podcast, the internet friends, uh, playlists, music talk quarantine shit beat making uh all kinds of stuff so uh thanks for checking us out a podcast with mo what up uh first things first go to patreon.com slash a podcast with mo go there give any amount of money get early access to the podcast feel real fucking cool like you're really supporting the dreams of a grown-ass man making a podcast um it's pretty cool i think it makes you feel good um i honestly my patrons i have at the moment i think they've forgotten about it and we just they're auto drafting so see how long we keep it going uh, but shout out hurricane haynes my mother powwow and marshall the darmanisha bear and snappy um we'll see how long snappy you know and keep it up uh have some news about him next week I have a feeling. Um, also, we have a merch shop at, um, I think it's spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo. Go there and get some shirts, T-shirts, bags, some other stuff uh, with our podcast logo. It's pretty cool. So check it out. Um, all right. Today, what we're doing, uh, this person hit me up today and just were like, hey, I, I would like to call in. Um, now, this is Southern Comfort from the group Graveyard Entertainment. They're not like a group. I guess they're like a team. Um, but anyway, from what I understand, I'm going to ask them all about this. Southern Comfort and Big Kent have listened to all of the podcast episodes. So I was like, of course you can call in. So I actually plan on having someone else on this week, but I'm going to push them back a week, I think. And um, anyway, so we're going to call Southern Comfort and figure out who the fuck Graveyard Entertainment is and why they listen to all of our podcasts. So let's uh, give them a call. So what's up, man? Nothing much, man. Uh, great to be on, man. I, I feel like you're at a disadvantage because I feel like I know you. Right. I've thought and I know you, you know, you, you don't know me nearly as much. <laughs> right. I've thought about this as well today since I was like, oh man, uh, like you probably have way more random questions. Um, so the first thing I'm going to get to is, uh, sure. what should we call you? Should we call you Southern Comfort, SoCo, SC? Is there like a... Uh, Southern Comfort is, is the name I had uh, or still have as, as a rapper and making music. Um, honestly, you can call me E. E. That's that's what a lot of people call me. Yep, E like elephant. All right, dope. Um, but and then, E is fine, man. Who are all the members of the Graveyard Entertainment? Because I talk about y'all um quite a bit on here because y'all have uh, shared my shit, which is awesome, and listen to all the podcasts. So, uh, who are all the members? And before I tell you the members, I want you to know too, we appreciate those shout outs. Uh, that means a lot for you to take time on your platform. Uh, and actually shout us out for what we do. We really do appreciate that. Uh, and that appreciation comes from myself, uh, comes from Big Kent. Uh, he also uh, goes by DeMarco Depp on different socials. Right. Uh, everybody's got an alias. Uh, we got Playboy, uh, but his his real name is Shannon. But he's our uh, pretty much anything outside of the Internet that we can do with music 
or just furthering what we try to do as far as Sir Nasty. That's what he does. He's our street guy, I guess you could say. Right. Uh, and, of course, we got Sir Nasty. He's the artist. He's also the one, you know, he's the reason why there is a graveyard entertainment. Uh, without him, it wouldn't be a reason for us to do it, honestly. Right. And so so people, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have no idea what the hell graveyard entertainment is, what I'm talking about. So Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> there's this rapper, Sir Nasty, who we've played on our music podcast. So if y'all don't listen to those, y'all should. Um, and then y'all are like Definitely. his homies, family his people that help support him, which is awesome because I think a lot of um, underground rappers are kind of more in a, a boat like myself where it's like, you know, I have skinny and skinny's like the only person I truly believe that comes over here and like thinks I'm good. Right. Like most people in my <laughs> real life are like, whatever, dude, fucking quit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, like even the ones I live with. And so like, I do appreciate having oh, yeah, skinny. I, I know that feeling. Right. And so like, I think it's cool that he has a uh, certain ass. He has this team and y'all like all support him. Um, I just think that has to be fucking dope. And it is, if you know it, because we're doing it, we don't see, I guess how dope it is or how cool it is because we're in it. But we hear that a lot um, from different people that, you know, they tell him a lot and then he conveys it to us to let him, you know, let us know that he appreciates the things we do. And the crazy part is we do it just because we've all been doing it together since high school. Right. We've had different people come and go, but the core three of me, him and Playboy, we've been doing this since ninth grade. Like, so for us, it's like, what else are we going to do? Like, as long as Nasty's rapping, we're supporting it. Like, that's that's what we do. You right. know, that's that's just part of who we are. So but uh, it's it's definitely a more artists had it and you. I hate to say never, but you're never going to get it from family. Like it's it's just it's highly unlikely. Right. Family will come support you once you actually make it somewhere, and you're famous. Like they'll come out to woodworks and be your greatest supporters then. But before then, and I speak from experience. Yeah, man, telling telling family you do music, you get the same look worldwide. Like right. I, I don't even think it's restricted to like America. Like I'm pretty sure. Over across seas, when people tell people, hey, I'm doing music, their family gives them the exact same look. Like, yeah, okay. We hear you. And that's pretty much how it is. I do think since I've learned to make beats, uh, it seems a little bit more noble. I'm like, I'm making the instrumentals. I'm not just fucking rapping about drugs. So um, at least that makes sense. And it is. It, making beats is treated a lot more like a real job, I guess you could say. Right. So um, that, that's helped I feel me like music is more creation, but yeah, people definitely, they treat it more serious. If you say you're going to go out and become a engineer or a producer. <laughs> right. And just got to say, because I just got my new speakers in um, two days ago before recording this and they are fucking awesome. It's the most money I've spent on electronics besides a video game console in quite a while. Um, but it is amazing. I just sit here and listen to all my beats and I'm like, this is so fucking good. I can't imagine. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. So I saw the photo you put on Instagram and I got to say, those speakers look sexy. I was like, yeah, that's a nice set. That's a nice set. It was really hard. Um, my wife is like the only one that really understood the struggle. But uh, so I got some Yamaha HS5s and I got the black ones, but they have like a white subwoofer. Um, I love white electronics. Like, you know, if I can get something in white, I'm doing it. And so they had all white speakers. But if I got the all black ones, they would come with all the cords and the white ones, I would have to buy the cords separate. So I went ahead and got the black ones. So I've been like regretting my decision ever since. But once I got them and set them up, I think they look clean. So and they sound amazing. So I fucking love it. I think over time you would have regretted having the white. 
just eventually white stuff just never looks as clean as when you first get it. It's a good point. It's a good point. I feel you though. Know, it would have looked really good though that first, probably that first month I would give it. <laughs> right. But after a while, you're a smoker too. Yeah, it would have, it would have dirtied up. Uh, yeah, I looked around at everything else around here and I'm like, yeah, it wouldn't have held up too well. Um, so anyway, you also make music, right? Like, I mean, you said that was your rap name, Southern Comfort. I haven't, I've listened, I think there was a couple songs on a playlist or two I've, I've heard here, but like, you've never sent us in anything for the podcast, which you should. Um, I don't know if you're still making music, but if you are, you should, uh, get on internet friends too. You know, that's a thing that's happening. I actually, it's, it's funny you say that. I hadn't, I hadn't actually recorded anything new in a couple years. Um, I've got stuff that's been in the vault. Like I'm pretty sure I think every rapper and singer, especially if you got a home studio, you've got stuff in the vault that you've just never put out for whatever reason. Maybe you hate it, you know, maybe right. you just never feel like it's the right time or maybe you're trying to finish it and feel like, oh, I need those three more songs. But I've got stuff like that sitting around that uh, I've, I've kicked around putting out here and there. Honestly, I always, anytime I think about recording or anything like that, I'm like, you know what? And and I mean that I say this with the utmost pride. I'm like, ah, nasty's better. <laughs> I'm just gonna put his shit out. I'm just gonna keep promoting him. Right. Like that's how I usually end up thinking about it. It's that self-deprecation when it comes to your own music. It's like, eh. Right. I'm not gonna put this shit out. I mean, I'm super self-deprecating, and I think a lot of my music sucks. Like uh the one that's coming out next here in May, I don't really think it's that good, but it's like you're describing uh I made it over a year ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is still sitting here. So I, I played around and remixed it and then just uploaded it. So I was like, oh, why not? Um, but like Skinny, he and comes you know over. The- oh, yeah. nah, go ahead, bro. Okay, my bad. It kind of cut out there. I say like Skinny is comes over here, you know, and I think he would like to record a song, but he's never asked me. And he might listen to this and hear it. I don't know. Um, but I know like he kind of wants to. But I feel like he also kind of just falls back and is like, nah, never mind. You know, and I'm like, I mean, if he wanted to, I'd be all for it. And it's like that a lot of times. Or oh, that's that's how I started rapping. Um, I would watch Nasty do it, and man, it hit. One day we're gonna get him to the point where, cause it, like the shit we just went through to get on this phone call. I know it's background stuff and it's like behind the scenes, but that would have frustrated the fuck out of him, and it probably would have made him not want to do it at all. Like once we get him to a point where we know we can make a smooth call, he'll tell you more about his history. But like he's been recording since he had a karaoke machine and learned how to stack his vocals on a cassette tape right yeah like, that was something that not many people could do or knew how to do or wanted to do but i watched him do that and i was just i was amazed by it and then of course i you know i listened to rap so i was like well, you know what i got i got stuff i want to say too in a song and i started rapping and just he inspires me i'll put it that way that's right. a short way to say it. he well, inspires me also, like, I think something I miss because, again, like I've always said, it is just me, but really I've had some friends. So, like, when I was in college, uh, Pow Wow, who, you know, has been on this podcast a million fucking times, uh, he's yeah. always been, like, my hot man, you know. He's, like, the dancer. Now, he's oldish now, like me, and uh, he has kids and family and shit, and he moved off. So, I don't know. He's not as round as much, but Pow Wow really is the homie. And then also LV, who I've mentioned a little bit on the podcast, who's serving, like, 30-something mm-hmm. years in jail at the moment. Um, he really believed in me. Like when I was just freestyling, like he was the one that's like, we're getting you a record deal. And he would act a fool. Now my problem was I'm too realistic and I knew I was shitty then. Right. And he was acting like I was fucking amazing. And I was like, you need to fucking you know slow what? down. He probably, and he probably genuinely felt that way because he was probably looking at you like, okay, I know I can't do that. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I do that a lot just in life. Like, when I see somebody doing something that I know damn well I can't do, I'm like, you know what? That guy's fucking amazing. Right. And so He can change a fucking tire so fast. <laughs> right. I'm not that quick. <laughs> oh, that's on with handiwork, you know? I keep telling my wife, like, she's like, we need all this stuff fixed. I'm like, I just think you chose wrong. I don't know how to fix anything. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. I can all YouTube it. See what I can figure out. Um, But yeah, so I had like a few friends or whatever back in the day, but also like I just never really took it serious. And I know it's weird because I waited till I turned like 30 until I was like, hey, I should just learn how to make beats and and own this shit and uh, put my shit out, try to make money. I don't think that's weird unless you start it and then stop it immediately. Like when I see people do that, then I feel like it's weird. But because of how hard you went at it, and like I said, it, you're at a disadvantage because I, I literally have listened to your life right. for like, what, 150-something episodes of a podcast. So I think I've listened to you more than I've listened to, like, any other male ever, oh, <laughs> like, as yeah. far as a real person. You know what I mean? Like, not a TV show or something, but, like, I'm talking to you, but I've listened to you. So I, I've heard you grow and start it and then see where you are now. You actually took it seriously, and you're sticking with it. It wasn't just a money grab. Right. Yeah, there's no money being grabbed uh, around here. <laughs> at <laughs> the moment. True. At the moment. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so speaking of the podcast, so what do you think is like uh, – I have a few questions. What do you think is the biggest change of the right. podcast? Because like to me, I've really – I'm really self-conscious on the fact we don't do top five lists anymore. But it was just so much work back in the day and then finding people that are willing to do it and are able to do it because we've had some that aren't very good um, – that's something I always think about, but in general, I kind of like the chill nature of the podcast these days. I did. I'll tell you what was weird for me, and this is one of the reasons why I personally had to go back and watch it from the beginning. I started, and and just to give you a background, because I, I we've never talked before, and I don't think we've ever tweeted about this, but the way we even found your podcast was that we saw a random tweet where you wanted people to submit music. Right. As his team, I, I don't even think I saw the tweet. I think Kent bought it up and he was like, should we send music to this? I was like, well, let's listen to it first. You know, let's see what the hell they're talking about. Right. Because we don't want to send music to somebody. We don't want to be like a KKK podcast. We don't believe in it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think they're going to want to play it. And even if they play it, maybe we don't want them to play it if, right. we, if we don't believe in what the hell they're talking about. So I was like, I'm going to go back and listen to it. I listened to the first episode. I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. He's doing like a how-to on his first episode about how he's learning how to do it. I was like, that's kind of interesting. Uh, the p- dynamic between you and Powell, I think that's what got me hooked. I was like, okay, this is fucking cool. These are two friends that are just talking about shit going on. And right. a lot of it was shit that, because it was like maybe a year back, I was like, oh man, I forgot about that. And it was just kind of fun to catch up on current history that I probably didn't give a shit about, but now I'm listening to two people talk about it and I'm listening to y'all's opinion. Uh, but then I made the mistake of jumping to the future to a music spinoff, the first one that you put uh, nasty music on. If I remember right, the first song was Purge, and it was around Halloween. Right. Um, is when we sent that to you. And I went to it, and Pow Wow wasn't on it. It just sounded different. Like, the whatever episode I played that was a more current one, I was like, man, he don't sound like he's as into the podcast as he was in the beginning. So it kind of discouraged me a little bit. Right. But once I went back and I heard everything leading up to it, it didn't sound that way. It was just the skipping around that made it weird. It was like going from season one to season five or something and expecting to understand it, if no, that makes sense. I mean, honestly, and it's like not nothing against other co-hosts, and I always feel bad saying it, but like 
Pow Wow's my best friend. And like right now, if me and him get on the PlayStation and we start, you know, playing 2K or whatever, like we're we're like laughing and shit, right? Like he really is my best friend. So when it was me and him, it, it is just easy. It's just easy. And like he understands my tone and my humor so well because we lived yep. together for so long that like he knows when I'm joking when some other co-hosts don't. Or like he knows when to shut up because I'm about to say a joke. Like he can just tell, you know. And so like uh, we just have so much history together. It makes it easy. Now I will say because I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not. When it was uh, the powwow with Mo podcast, I would get so pissed off at powwow because he would always fall through or he couldn't make it because he has a family and stuff. So in a lot of ways, right. us not having a podcast together, but him just calling into this one helps a lot. Because I'm not pissed off at him all the time, you know. Where I'm like, God yeah, you're damn not it. relying on him to be there, but because he's he's actually in the title, right? Damn it, man, you got to be here. Exactly. I was like, he was in the title, so I felt like, yay, man, you really got to be on these. Um, and then like Snappy, I really appreciate him being on. But there, I mean, you can tell certain things I bring up, he could give a fuck less, you know, about what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, it, and it's so always that, funny as fuck to me when you cut stuff short. You're like, all right, man. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I appreciate someone notices it because I do think there's certain times I have to make humor in the fact he's bringing up something I don't care about or I bring up something he doesn't care about. Um, but he is willing to be on it. He enjoys the podcast. And I think that counts for a lot. Um, and it's hard to get if I can call in guests. I mean, like you did it today with a little bit of, you know, not too many issues. But, you know, and I don't think this person listened. A couple weeks ago, we had somebody on. Uh, I didn't think they were that good, honestly. I mean, I'm not trying to be too mean. I just didn't. And then they didn't share the podcast at all when it came out. Oh, it is. Uh, that always sucks even more. And you can tell because the number of I listens. Think I, know he's talking about, I think you cut that one kind of short, too. Because when it got to the end, I was like, oh, shit, that's it? <laughs> it's over? Right. And so, I don't know. There's just – it's a struggle sometimes. You know, like I'm trying to get minks on another podcast soon because I love having someone who has a podcast already. You know, like – I liked y'all's uh, dynamic too when you were on hers and when she was on yours. I, I know yours was the N64 episode. I thought that was dope. Right. Yeah, I brought up some games that I was like, yeah, I remember those. That was the last time we done a top five list. So if I can find people who are interested in the top five list, we might bring them back someday. Um, but really, for me, I can really just do like video games and TV shows these days. You know, I don't have too many other interests outside of that and beats. And that's the the toughest part of that because you're a consistent host. Eventually, you're going to run into shit that's a great top five, but you've already. So it's like, well, you can't do another top five on your end just because somebody else might have a different five. Right. I thought the top fives were dope. I I think that was like that was probably one of my favorite parts before you started doing the music spinoff. Right. I was like, okay, these top fives are are good. I like hearing these because it was shit that I didn't necessarily know about. But, like, there was stuff like TV shows that I was like, I've never even thought about watching that shit. But hearing y'all talk about it, I'm like, all right, well, that actually sounds kind of good. I might have been too harsh. Mine and Pow Wow's goal in life is to get people to watch Stargate SG-1. Y'all hadn't got me on that yet, but believe me, y'all, I think about it. Like, every time I I see anything about God of War, I was like, yep, that's the voice of the guy from Stargate. Only know that because of Mo. Yeah. (laughs) Only reason I know that. Uh, It still pisses me off Pow Wow hasn't played God of War because he... He loves Stargate SG-1 more than me. And that guy who voices him. him that so long ago, man. I know. And he still has it. And um, <laughs> even though I'm like, I would love to platinum that game, I think he will love it so much. Because 
I mentioned it on the podcast, so I'll mention again, the little kid on God of War looks just like his son. Like, that's exactly what Pow Wow's son looks like. So, like, it's just fucking perfect. I'm like, dude, play this goddamn game. That shit's funny, man. I remember doing things like that, like, way back with DVDs. Like, somebody would give you a DVD and be like, hey, man, watch this movie. And you just have it sitting for, like, months. Like, hey, man, have you watched it yet? Oh, man, no, not yet, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Right. Uh, it's like just because somebody gives it to you, you're like, eh, hey, wait. Somehow you mentioning DVDs uh, reminded me of something I was going to bring up earlier. You're talking about a team and how Sir Nasty inspires you. It it kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, the other night me and the wife sat and watched Straight Outta Compton because I have the Blu-ray. And I was like, hey, we need to watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I saw it in theaters the day it came out. Um, I always enjoy those moments when I'm yeah. like the only white person in, in the theater. I was also <laughs> the only white person in the one for All Eyes on Me. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, cool. Um, nice, but yeah, I fucking love Shroud of Compton way more than all I, all eyes on me personally. I didn't think all eyes on yeah, me was a I very good movie. I think that's a unanimous feeling by everybody on every side. Like I don't think anybody liked that movie better than any movie. I was like, I don't know how that one came across. I don't. I didn't remember. Uh, but anyway, it was great, and it kind of is that feeling though of like uh, you know you and your friends making music together. You know, and kind of when I was mentioning Pow Wow and LV, and then now Skinny because. Skinny, he wasn't around when I was uh, young in college because he was off, you know, in the army. And then when he came back, he joined the fraternity, uh, became my little, and then he started smoking a little pot, chilling out. But before that, he was kind of a wild, crazy person. So, you know, but back in the day, it was kind of my little crew of people. And I would teach all of them how to write verses. You know, Powell has a couple verses that exist that I wrote for him. And uh, you know, we had a couple other friends. So I think that is like the most fun I ever had was back then with my friends just making music, you know. So I do think like what y'all have with Graveyard, I'm sure some of that plays into it. Like I'm sure I mean, I don't know if y'all are always there when Sir Nasty records or whatever, but I'm sure like that whole dynamic's really fun. At least that's what I would imagine. We used to be, um, I think, and you'll you'll appreciate this. It's you know, as years have gone on, we've all done the same things, like you talk about with Pabba, uh, and yourself as far as getting married. I know you don't have kids, but, you know, we've all had kids, so we don't get as much one-on-one time. Like, we we got a thing where we meet face-to-face at least once a month, you know, where we can just chill, smoke, drink, whatever, because Playboy, he's in Atlanta now. Um, I, I think I've told you before, Big Kent, he drives trucks, so he's always on the road traveling. Right. Um, you know, me and Nasty, we both got day jobs. Cause, and that's, that's one thing I, I'll never do is pretend that we've got to a point where – Music is paving the way for us and, and paying all the bills. That's the goal, but we don't rely on it. So I think we can still have fun with it that way. If we all quit our jobs and was like, all right, man, it's just music or nothing, then I think it wouldn't be as fun as it is for us. Right. Because we'd be like, all right, man, I, I got to pay my light bill, man. This, this last album ain't streaming the way, <laughs> the way it needs to. Like right. it would, it would just take some of the fun out of it. We still want that to be the goal, but it, it's definitely more fun right now because, you know, we're all, Thankfully, you know, we're blessed to have jobs that, you know, they keep us straight and keep our family straight, but we still have the time to put what we want to put into the music, right. which is cool. I mean, I, my job does not pay well. You know, I don't talk about too much on here, only because I just don't think it has much to do with what I'm doing on this podcast. Um, and I'm like, and I don't want them to even know I have a podcast. That's the other weird thing. Like, I don't promote uh, this podcast, I, you know, in my I own town. 100%. On my personal Facebook, I don't promote anything to do with like I, I've got I've got Graveyard Entertainment like a logo in the background, and I think I'm wearing a T-shirt on some stuff. But I don't I don't promote 
graveyard directly on Facebook because, first of all, to me, I don't think you'll ever have genuine fans on Facebook. I could be wrong. I just don't feel like that's the case. I feel like it's just a bunch of nosy people that want to stick their nose in your business but not necessarily help your business. So I don't promote it at all on there. But I'm like, you know what, Twitter, that's a bunch of strangers that don't give a fuck about anything but what we got going on. Right. Like, they don't care about it personally. Like, I do feel like if I put half the things that, you know, I put on like a Twitter or something like that on my Facebook that somebody who works at my job would basically hate. Like, that's all you can say. Like, they they would bring it up like it's a problem of what I do, you know, as my what I consider my first job, which is graveyard. Right. Honestly, another part of it is as soon as I tell people, they'll ask me to start doing shit. Like uh, when this whole quarantine first happened, my grandfather, who don't give a fuck about my podcast, you know, and I don't want him to at all. But he was like, hey, I know you do a podcast. You think you can help us do one for the church? And then someone else called me the next day asking the same thing. And I was like, fuck no, I don't want to do any of this shit. No, I barely have time to do my own shit. It's not it's not as fun as it looks when you got to actually put the shit together. Right. Well, and. Like I have it all going and like I've uh, I think y'all graveyard people would actually not be bad as having a podcast. I could see y'all spinning off y'all's little thing into that because there's a if y'all could work out a schedule for it, because that's really the hard part. Right. Um, And then like caviar music, who, you know, we're friends with on Twitter. uh, They started one recently and they'd hit me up. and I was like, yeah, if you need any help, I mean, I'll help. I'll help anyone start one because I like to be a guest. Like we mentioned Minks earlier. I think I'm way better as a guest on a podcast than I am on my own podcast because I know I could get to like, I don't know, I'm just like shamelessly talking about myself. Whereas on my podcast, I feel like I got to kind of balance it, you know, um, being the host, you know, you're like. Yeah, because I think I want to say I heard you on, uh, I want to say CJ Jones. Yeah. I think I heard you on his podcast. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. Um, but I, I like yours too. Like yours is the one that started for me. So. Honestly, anybody else I listen to, it's a branch off of what I heard on yours. So the only reason I know about his is because of yours. You know, not that he he probably wasn't putting it out and plenty of people didn't know about it. But I, I like to, you know, acknowledge shit. And I acknowledge that it's a lot of artists I wouldn't fuck with or listen to if it wasn't for your podcast. It's other podcasts I probably wouldn't listen to if it wasn't for yours. Like, that shit means something. Right. Like, I, I don't know if people understand that you you put you put people on to their shit. Whether it, it it might not be a million people, but it might be that one person that puts them onto a million one day. You don't know. Right. Well, and like, I think my music podcast, I don't want to talk about it enough. I think we have some really fucking good music. Like we have something shit there. I'm like, holy fuck. These pe- this is so good. You know? And so, uh, I think you do a good job of editing out. I'm sure you probably receive a lot of bullshit and rather than play it and say it sucks, you just leave it off. And I respect you for that. Like I, when I, First started listening, and I heard you describe that, hey, man, listen, I might not even like all this shit, but it's at least got to be good sound quality. I was like, cool, he's not going to be a dick about it, but he's not going to play anything that gets sent either, which is cool. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think if you're listening long enough, you can probably tell what I like. Uh, if it's played towards the front half, it's typically I consider good, you know, or at least really well made. Um and I, I'm pretty like, like for instance, uh, Dub Ducey. Like anytime I play Dub Ducey, I'm like, fuck, he's so fucking good. Because I, I genuinely that think fucking he's good. really I, good. I became a fan because of your podcast. Like I, I became a fan of his. Right. Like it, we, like that's, that shit's cool. Yeah, he, he does some real good stuff. So like I really think he's good, you know. And then 
some stuff, if I don't think it's maybe mixed as well, but you're cool with me and we're friends or you sent something, I want to give you a shot. And I don't maybe think that song's the best. I may play it towards the end of the episode. Um, and that's just kind of the way it is now, like strong Maurice, Bradster X, Petra Vita, even all, a lot of these people that I'm friendly with, I didn't really like the first song they sent me, you know? And I was like, eh, it's whatever. Uh, but because they were cool and they sent me more songs eventually that I did like, like we became friendly, you know, and became cool and stuff. So, um, it is also weird dealing with, cause I'm sure you know how artists are. Um, you know, I had someone who yep. I played somewhat sensitive at times, right? Well, and they also think, uh, they deserve, they all think they're the best. Now I try not to do this. Cause right now I have a couple songs I've been mixing that I'm like, I'm going to break the fucking internet. These are so good, right? Like, I'm not really feeling it. But I know once they come yeah. out, I'll be like, whatever. You know, they're cool. Um, but but so I, I try not to hate because I am the same way. But I had an artist that, you know, they sent in some music. I played it towards the end. They hit me up and they go, I think my song's good enough to be at the beginning. And I don't know why you played it at the end, which I think's fucking weird as shit anyway to hit me up about. But I was just like, hey, man, Super I just kind of weird. I was like, I just kind of play them in the order. You know, there's a lot of good, you know, 18 good fucking songs every episode. But I think the thing that made me the most upset was they have a Spotify playlist themselves that I submitted a song to like a month before that they didn't realize that they hit me back with. It's not good enough. And I'm like, I personally think I'm better than them. And I and they would even put me on their playlist. And at least I put you on my fucking podcast. You know, like I just put you to the end and then you're going to be like, come at me all weird. So. I don't know. Some people just fucking weird me out. You know, I just, I really gravitate towards like Brad, Brad Strax because he's a normal fucking person. Uh, see, yeah, so he seems like just a regular dude who just happens to make music and he makes his type of music that he likes. And it, it's, he, I feel he knows it's not for everybody. So he's not, he's not doing it like, oh, everybody should like this. It's right. like, no, I, I get that there's certain people that are going to fucking love it. But then there's a lot of people that, you know, may not like it. And then there's some people that'll hate it, but I'm going to do what I do. And I, I can appreciate that. And I've talked to him so much, you know, not about music, just about other random shit. So, uh, or even if there is, like, if he has to do stuff, he's like, hey, get, can you get an ear on this or whatever, you know, and I'll do the same. So uh, we're cool like that. Uh, Petra Vita is the same way, you know, me and him weren't real cool forever, but I think eventually he realized, like, I'm a normal person. And even though he lives in Sweden and is doing his crazy rap life, for the most, he's a good guy, you know, and I, like, I seem to think he's cool, but there are other times you come across people and they just think they're the fucking shit, you know, or they think you should be lucky that they're talking to you. And I'm like, and I, I don't give a fuck about these people. It's <laughs> really where I'm at. I think it's okay. I don't have a problem with anybody who thinks they're the best. You can think you're the best. Like, I feel like you should feel like you're the best at making beats. You're the best at mixing. I'm cool with that. Just don't fucking act like it. Like, don't carry yourself in that way, especially if you're coming to me wanting me to do something for you. Right. Like, that's the part that's like, yeah, y'all got to shut up. <laughs> like, like you said, I don't really like you. Like, let's if we're being 100% honest, like, th this is kind of jobbish for me. Like, this is kind of my job. Like, I want to do it. Like, even with Graveyard, like, we genuinely, we, we genuinely want to help underground like we don't give a fuck about mainstream artists we want to help underground artists get heard more but we ain't got to be friends with none of them like that's just how it is like i might love your song but it don't mean you can talk to me any kind of way right 
100 I don't know. I just, there's certain things or, uh, you know, not to put too much of CJ's business out there, but CJ hit me up, you know, and was tell, kind of complaining to me about he done a collab with somebody. And, and this person has sent music into my podcast. So if you want to do some detective work and they're not that good mixing wise, you know, and their vocal quality and the way they've talked to CJ of like, you know, I really think you should do like, they were like talking down to him whenever, and maybe Mike quality shouldn't be deem who gets to talk down on who, but that's a big fucking deal to me. You know, like the rapper with the horrible quality should not get to tell the rapper with the good quality stuff. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How shit needs to be done. Right. And so yeah, co- collaborating is a, that's a, that's a sticky situation, man. I, we don't, that's one of the reasons why we don't collaborate much is because it, it's a lot of times there's egos involved. Like, right. Even when it's not like, even before the internet, like that's the crazy shit. Like now we've got the ability, and when I say we, I'm talking about like everybody that's an artist to be heard everywhere. And like people still have egos like that don't even promote their own shit. I'm like, where's your ego coming from? You're not you're not even telling people about the song or trying to do anything with it. Like, where's the ego at? Right. And I'm so bad at fucking promoting. I will say that's probably my worst thing. Is I'll share a link every once in a while. It's like, man, you got a fucking podcast, dude. Like that's. That's promotion because anybody who gets hooked into it and the, the getting people hooked into a part is what's hard. But anybody who gets hooked into it, they're going to know about music, about what you do. You know what I mean? Like, right. It, it's going to have like I, to me, that's a promotional tool that you have is your podcast. Like the fact that you do it week in and week out. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. A big reason why I actually don't tweet a lot or say a lot on Facebook or anything is because I do so much content on a podcast and I feel like if you really cared, you would just listen to my podcast and I'm not going to sit here and argue with someone on Twitter about some fake shit just so they might, I don't know. So they might listen to my podcast. So I just try not to get worked up, you know, on stuff online. I I try to save it for my rants on the podcast if possible. And I, I think that's way more respectable than when people get into arguments online. It's it's the majority, so I can't talk too much shit about it because that's the majority of what people like to do is argue online. Right. I personally don't fuck with it. Nobody in our circle really does either. Like it's at the end of the day, if we strip it all down, that shit's not real to us. Like that's not real life. Now, if you're saying that shit in front of my face, that's real life. Like then it it could turn into an argument, but on the screen, I I just, I I'll never be able to see that as reality. Right. Enough to actually upset my day, if that makes sense. Right. The only time, and I'm sure other people feel this exact same way, so I'm sure I'm like not special here. I just can't stand, and I've always been like this, like the person who thinks they're smart and acting like they're smart and right, but it's so obvious they're wrong. It's so hard for me not to be like, hey, you're fucking wrong, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, what? I'm, but People like that, uh, people like you that that will that have to stop to do it just for those people are very necessary. Right. So like I I try to stop myself a lot, but that is most of my day. Or if I comment on something, it's like because I just disagree disagree with you. Like I what and then I just hate when people act like their way is so obvious. 
and like it's well, not like, even worth the only way. Right. Like it's not even worth arguing about or whatever. I'm like, oh my God. Kind of like LeBron James fans. You know, LeBron James fans at this exact moment, because the last doc or the last dance documentaries come out, they're like, "Oh yeah, the Jordan." They'll be like, "Oh, LeBron, but LeBron." I'm like, "Shut! You're so wrong. You no, you won't even argue right. You're so fucking in. anyway." Uh, yeah, people that and politics, and I guess religion too, kind of fall into the same thing where people just pick a side, and at that point, it doesn't matter what their side does; they're on it, and it's like, "Well, we're over here." <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what happens, we're here. I think something I've gotten pretty good at over the last few years, and I've chilled out quite a bit on religion. You know, I used to love to talk about it and argue about it, and I've gotten to the point where I just don't care. I don't know. I let people kind of go about their way, but that also upsets people. You know, if you don't care about something that they care a great deal about, so that could also be. That, and that's that's some weird shit. But people do do that a lot, and I that's how I am. Like, if I'm not a part of it. I just don't care. Like, I, I really don't. I don't have time for it. I don't care. Like, I don't have to argue it because I'm not on your side. Like, that, you being on the different side for me doesn't make me have to argue with you. It's just like, all right, you're doing that. I'm doing this. I'm good. Right. <laughs> like, I, I, don't have to, I don't have to be against you because I'm not for you, if that makes sense. Right. Well, I think y'all do a good job on Twitter. Uh, I think everyone seems to think y'all are friendly and y'all are cool. I've told a lot of people to follow y'all and be cool with y'all and uh, maybe you'll get on some playlists and shit like that. And, you know, we've had some experience where some people, they don't like the plays. And I'll never understand that shit. You know, I'm not going to call yeah, anyone I, out I specific. When, uh, when I read that, <laughs> that, you know, some people didn't like being on playlists. I'm like, I get it, but I mean, like, that's like back before streaming like if somebody was like well you know i want to make music i want i want people to hear it but i don't want it on the radio right so i i I mean i guess but how are you gonna how are people gonna hear it then because that was the fucking main thing like the radio was it like that was the main way right and today i think the goal is to get i mean if you're on spotify or whatever and that's most people's uh platform i mean that's what i personally use um you know you want to try to get on some people's playlists that you think people are going to listen to get you some more monthly listeners, get those numbers up or whatever. The streaming numbers are cool. Those are the ones that will get you paid. But I really think the big deal is in the monthly listeners. So, sure, if someone had like uh, 100,000 streams with two monthly listeners, yeah, I think that's probably weird. Um, But I don't think it's weird, you know, if you have more people checking it out, you know, like I think that would be a good thing that people are wanting to listen to your music more than one time and stuff. But some people seem to have different philosophies on what they want more of. And me personally, I just want anyone at all to listen to my music if they think they'll like it. It's that simple. And, I, <laughs> and our goal as far as like for certain ass and even for my music, you know, that's on Spotify, even though we don't focus on it. Cause I don't know, for, for me, it will feel weird to put my own music out when I'm, you know, I, I know he's constantly creating music, but our goal, like I said, even with playlists, we get it. We're on a playlist. We might be one out of a thousand tracks on the damn playlist. The goal is to be heard and for somebody to hear your music and like it enough to stick with you. Like, it's not about, oh, get on a hundred playlists and then nobody plays it or nobody actually likes your song and comes to you. Like, once they hear it, we hope that nasty shit is so different and hopefully so good in their ear that they say, you know what? I want to hear more of this guy. So now I'm going to hop off the playlist. I'm going to go to him. I'm going to listen to his songs. I'm going to save his album. I might make a playlist of my own with his shit on it. That's, right. what we, that's what we want. And I hope that's what all artists want. But 
It's weird. Yeah. I, I don't know what people think their goal is with playlists. Uh, yeah, what I do, because the way I li- I use Spotify, so for anyone who's curious, um, I have this playlist called A to the Favorites. And then, uh, you know, when I have a song I really like, a lot of it's mainstream stuff. I add it to that to that playlist. Yeah. And then um, I also, of course, have my podcast playlist that has all the shit that, you know, all the people that send in music there. And those playlists are awesome. Um, and so anyway, I will normally heart stuff, add it to my A to the Favorites playlist or whatever. But like, for instance, let's say if I didn't meet y'all through anything else, but I came across a certain nasty song and I liked it, I would just go follow him and then probably keep listening to the playlist. But then because I followed him, whenever his new project comes out, I listen to my release radar every week. I don't know if everyone else does, but every week I listen to mine and I would therefore hear the new projects, you know, that from all the artists that I follow. So to me, that's the way Spotify is supposed to work is you you follow the people you like. And then when they have new shit, you'll be the first to know about it. Um, But I don't know how everyone else uses it. I know most people go to rap caviar and me personally, I just I can't do it. I can't do um, all the rappers these days, like the young thugs. And I know people are like, he's a genius. And I just listen to it. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I feel like an old man. So I have to make my own playlist. Is what I'm getting at. I think that's another reason why we fuck with you too. Cause we kind of have the same philosophy on current music. <laughs> like we're, we're done. We're done bashing it. Like we're not going to bash it. We get it. People like it. That's fine. You can like it. We just don't like right. we, we don't fuck with it. It's, it's not for us. Like there's some new rappers that come out where it's like, okay, you're actually rapping, cool, right? We, you know, we like that. But then, then if you dive deeper, sometimes it's like, oh, you were just actually rapping on that one song. <laughs> now you're doing what everybody else is doing on everything else. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like I have a couple rappers I really uh, like that are new, like uh, Tokyo's Revenge, who I think most people call like a trap, you know, like one of these shittier rappers. He has a couple songs I I really fucking like. I'm like, I really like this shit a lot, but. Just when I go like rap caviar or most necessary or whatever those, you know, the popular Spotify hip hop ones are super popular hip hop playlist. Yeah, they're all the same songs. Um, I just I can't get into it. And I I hate being like this, but I really am over that 808 that's used on every baby song and then proceeded to be used on every (laughs) other rap song ever. Like, I'm just done with that 808. I think it sounds out of tune personally, but I know that like I could be wrong about that. I'm not perfect on all that shit, but I don't know. I just don't enjoy it and it makes me pissed off because like i mean i'm sure you feel the same way like i knew every new song forever right like from like elementary school through high school through college i knew every new hip-hop song like i was just aware of it and then nowadays i know none of it and any of it i hear i'm like i hate it (laughs) it's like i just don't like the person it's made me a funny thing we run into with that and it goes along with having a artist that like literally records every night. Like Nasty will use beats and we do our best to do due diligence. Like, hey man, is this is this a fucking industry beat or not? And a lot of times his answers are, I don't fucking know. I right. just I heard it, I liked it, I wrote to it, I rapped to it. And then we gotta find out, like, okay, is this somebody's song? Is this little such and such as beat? You know, that it might be a real good beat, but it's like we can't fucking use it. Right. Like we can't put it out because it's little fucking such and such. And it, like, I, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, we, we put out quite a few that are other people's beats. And after the fact, we might hear that shit and be like, oh shit, we use that. But, and it, a lot of people will frown on this. But at the end of the day, we're like, you know what? If little such and such comes to us or their label or whatever comes and say, hey, this motherfucker is getting 
and really famous and really popular off his beat, it's like, you know what? We like that fucking attention. Somebody, somebody else is going to want to hear what the fuck we did to that song. Yeah, it might get snatched down, but it'll also raise eyebrows. And exposure is what we're all about at this point, you know, in the life of it. Right. Like, once you get that right exposure, because I, and, I, and we, I'm sure people will disagree, but we feel like the talent's already there. But talent doesn't always get to fame. Once you're famous, people are going to think you're talented no matter what, which is fucking crazy. Right. It's very true. It's a crazy backwards thing. Like people get famous and then everybody fucking loves their music, even if they shouldn't. (laughs) Right. But like Blueface, people, people actually acted like Blueface was good. Yeah. Like he was fucking great. Like he was like the next coming of something. And it's like, are y'all actually listening to the music or is it because he's a celebrity now? Right. And his celebrity now makes it to where he can do no wrong. Well, if the majority of people says he's good enough to be a celebrity, well, then fuck it, man. His music must be great. Right. Our brains just don't work that way. Well, I think it's cool that uh, Sir Nancy writes every night or records every night. I do not. You know, I, I've i definitely talked about it way too much, I'm sure. Um, I just keep re-spitting old verses that, you know, now that I own beats. You know, I spent all this time learning how to make beats, so let's use them. And I kind of use these old verses uh, off old mixtapes. And I think I spit them better now than I once did. But I know I need to write new verses. It's just so fucking hard for me these days. Uh but if I, that's why with my internet friends projects, I ask the other rappers to basically just make a song with one of my beats and leave me an open verse because I can do that. That's not hard at all. But like coming up with a whole concept is just so, uh, such a daunting task that, these days. That shit is, yeah, that shit's fucking draining, man. Like that's, that's part of the reason why I haven't recorded in so long. Like I started running into issues with my, the first time I had my music program on a laptop, which is probably a mistake, but it started running slow and just like, shit just wouldn't go a hundred percent right once everything was recorded. Cause I, you know, I, I've never paid anybody to record me, mix me, any of that shit. Like right. I did it all myself and it probably shows in the sound. But to me that, that feels better than paying somebody else to do it and still not liking it. At least if I don't like it and I did it, I'm like, well, fuck it. it it's my fault. Right. Like, I, I can't really be mad. I did it, you know, and then I can always go redo it if I want to. But the thing about spitting old verses, man, Unless a hundred percent of the fucking music world has heard that verse, that shit is new to somebody. Right. I don't think it's nothing wrong with going back and putting an old verse to something. Now, if you already got it out, like you shouldn't respit the verse on a different song if you just dropped it last, you know, last month on a different song. But if it's never been out or it's not easily findable, yeah, man, respit that shit. Why not? Right. It's yours. It's your life still. Well, Fritz, it's like uh, Ascendo, who, uh, you know, we played some, he's a producer. We played some of his music on the podcast. Uh, I had, uh, I've done a couple of collab tracks with him, but he pulled down. Um, well, I'll go back a step further. Back in the day, I made a mixtape and I had a song called Don't Understand. And then Ascendo wanted me to be on his project. So I just took the first verse off that song and spit it on one of his beats. And then I took the second verse off that song and spit it on another beat. And he's like, there you go didn't think anything of it. He now does not like that project anymore. So he removed it. And I personally think those verses are good. So I went ahead and respit those verses uh, to a new beat. And I'm going to put that out probably next month. Um, now, I don't know if okay. him as a producer will be like, hey, those are the verses from my song. But he took it down. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, there you go. Uh, and I and that that's where our our philosophy, I guess, clashes with a lot of people who are underground but want to be industry really bad which isn't necessarily a bad thing 
and I, I probably sounded like I was talking down to it just now, but like we're we're not in the industry. Like I'm, I'm speaking for graveyard, certain asking myself. Like I'm, I'm not gonna pretend we're in the music industry. If you ask somebody in the industry who the fuck we are, they probably won't know. So we're not in it. We're not gonna pretend we're in it. If Nasty does a verse on a song and like, which like you had never done music with us before, so we explained it to you up front that hey, the way we do it, anytime he does any music with somebody, the understanding is that look, once I put once I put work into this music. It's our song, not meaning you got to talk to us about what you do with it, but we ain't got to talk to you about what we do with it. We're fucking using it because now we both done the song. That's how we feel about it. A lot of people don't agree with it, which is fine. We're cool with it. That's why we don't collaborate a lot. Because we're like, what if you don't do shit with it? Like, he's wasted time. He's wasted effort. Regardless if somebody pays for the verse or not, like, that's his creativity that he wants to use it like he fucking loves putting out music. Like, he's going to use it. Right. The only problem I have with it, and it's not a huge problem for me, um, is if I was trying to put out that exact same song we did, because that's kind of how y'all's roles were, it, my distributor would not let me right now because it already exists under a different name. So that's something that I think y'all pitch that's just not accurate. Um, we, I would not be able to put out that same song since y'all already did. It would tell me it already exists. I'm not allowed to. Now, I plan on making a longer mix version with like multiple verses, so it should be okay there. Um, but I do think that whole like well, we could just both own it. That I mean, whoever uploads it first now all of a sudden owns it as far as the distributor's eyes in those stores if that makes sense. And I only learned that recently because of my fuck up with putting my music up on my beat store. It's not my rapper thing. Even, even with that, cause I, I followed that when, uh, when you were having that trouble and I, and of course all this shit would have to be tested. I feel like if it's done, like the way we did that last, the last album, Sir Nasty did let me, in. uh, the distributor, we use a soundcast because he had, this was like a feature heavy album, which he doesn't normally do because it had so many different artists that it wasn't just him it made us uh upload it as a various artist album or whatever the hell it called it right like a collaboration album which was cool so you know we put you know each artist which it's also fucking crazy when some people aren't even on spotify but it's like you know what we'll put the name maybe one day they'll get on spotify and they can get that credit right. but it has us put it as both people you know so it shows up in their shit too but to me i I don't see why if we put it as both people and as a collaboration thing, how the other artists can't put it up. Like I see fuck I see industry people do it all the time. That's right. why it's weird to me. Like I'll see like features where like the one artist puts it out and then the other artist also has it on a project later on. And if it's because they're fucking famous, then that's bullshit. Right. See? I agree. Like if both if both people, if it's put as long as we don't put just certain nasty, like this is just certain nasty song and we didn't include you, and then you try to upload it. Then I can see where that'd be an issue. Right. But if we put that it's both of us, like why does it matter how many times we put it anywhere? If it as long as it's us and not some third person putting it up. I don't know. That's right. just weird to me. I agree. I mean, I think the whole store is fucked. Uh someday I'm gonna learn how to remix my songs enough to where it doesn't recognize them. And like that's my only other goal. Um, I'm actually going to stop pr- putting up EPs and albums because of it. It pissed me off that much. And I'm just going to start putting out some singles so that if I fuck one up again, it'll at least be just a single and not a collection of songs. Uh, because I really have gotten very few plays on these, the last three songs. Maybe it wasn't that good, you know, but I really thought at least the first two songs are pretty decent. Um, but it just did not get the, 
plays because I didn't have all that hype train going, I guess, beforehand. Uh, sometimes it's just time, man. That's sometimes true. Sometimes it's just time. Sure. Like we've had shit that was out for a whole year, and then all of a sudden people started catching to it, or we just got it on that just that right playlist. Like I, I think you use Soundplate the same way we do, yeah. To uh, you know, try to uh, submit to playlist, and sometimes it just you catch that right playlist, and then it goes from the people playing it there to listening themselves to putting it on their own playlist. Like I, I don't think you know because something doesn't get attention when it first comes out. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't say that it wasn't successful. Sometimes it's just a matter of time on. Right. Well, and I think I was also uh, two different people. Uh, my single did pretty good number wise. For me, y'all put on a lot of playlists and shit like that. That was a dope ass song too. I, I, I want to tell you that that was a good ass song. So I was like, oh, I hope this leads to more, but it didn't kind of carry over the way I would hope. But it's all uh, trial and error. I mean, at least where I'm at and the way I do it, you know, it's just well, we'll see what happens. Trust me, man. It's trial and error for us too. We we try shit. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. When we find some shit that works, we try to keep doing it. And then sometimes a week later, it don't work either. Right. Like, that's all anybody's doing, man. Anybody who says they got the magic answer is a fucking liar. What's well, like our best of music episode one? We got so many listens. And now it was Pow Wow and Skinny together. And they're, I mean, as I think us three are a great combo because Skinny and Pow Wow are also very good of, friends. It's a lot of weird energy in one right. room. Them two are very weird. So, them two together, it's, it's great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so like we got so many listens and then all of the rest of the best episodes have so few listens, like it comparatively. And I was like, oh, man. But that first month, I was like, we're on to something. I think this is the next fucking hit podcast. And then it kind of fell off. But it's just the way it works. I don't know. You can't get too down. I about didn't, it. Uh, the but the the best of episodes that came after that. Didn't some of those come kind of in the midst of this whole coronavirus thing where they have people started not going out as much and all that? Because I've listened to you on those, too. And I I agree that it happened the opposite way of how I thought it would. And I think you were on to something that now that people are staying home, they're not traveling, they're not going to work. Like I listen, I listen to all those podcasts while I was at work. Right. Like I work a desk job where I'm in front of a computer and like, I don't have to talk to people. It's, you know, I got to answer a phone, but when I'm not on the phone, I can play a movie. I can listen to shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm playing music all day. I can do all that while I'm at work. So that's eight hours that I've got that I can dedicate to podcasts and shit like that. But if you're somebody who does that and then all of a sudden you're not working. Yeah. That, that time you probably ain't going to listen to a podcast sitting in the living room. Like you might turn on the TV right. or go clean some shit. You know what I mean? So I, I think that led to a lot of listens going down and some people not being able to have that. I don't want to say excuse, but that it's not their work time, you know, get by. Right. It's not helping them I, get by work because they ain't working. I'm the same way as you. When I'm at work, I can listen. Uh, I'll just throw it on in my car if I'm driving between uh, buildings because I work in multiple buildings. And so I would just be, you know, I'd listen to probably three or four hours of podcasts a day, easy. And now I do not at all. I may listen to an yep. hour of podcasts a day, maybe, if I remember, you know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a new Bill Simmons. I'm going to check that out or whatever. Like, And even then, I don't even feel like it's and that big you, of a deal because I'm you're like. in that situation like me, too. You're at home with your wife. Right. She's not going to want you to listen to podcasts all fucking day. <laughs> right. That is not her idea of a good time. Well, and. I also thought like I would make way more beats or I, I thought I was like, I'm just going to be just fucking slaying these beats. I'm making like the exact same amount as I was before. Like 
what it's done, you know, because I, I do get to still sit at, I mean, I'm working from home, but most days I don't have to do a whole lot. I used, I would think like, oh, I'll just make beats in that time. And I'll sit here maybe a little bit. But if I make two beats, for instance, today, because I did finish two beats the other day, I would have done that before. I would have just waited till I got home from work and I would have sat here and made two beats. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I would have done it anyway. I just would have had less free time. So I just would have thought I would have been more productive than I am. But I, I guess I still do a lot. I, but I just thought I'd be doing more. It's the difference between making time for something and actually having the time. When you got so many more free hours, I just think there's so much more shit that you're like, well, I could squeeze that in, but I could also do this thing that actually takes four hours. Right. Like I could catch up on these shows and do all this stuff. But when you're working, you're like, all right, I already know this eight hour chunk is taken up. If I get off work and I dedicate two hours, I can do this music. Like you're making yourself do it because you don't have that time. But once you have the time, all of a sudden there's a lot more shit that you're like, well, I can do that shit too. Right. It's exactly how it works. So, uh, it has been a struggle, well, just a little bit. You know, not not a huge problem, but definitely something I didn't see coming. Well, I mean, it, a good thing with that too is because of how you work. You know, the last what year, two years, you already had a big buildup of beats and shit. Like the fact that you can send out a whole folder of beats to multiple artists and say, "Hey, I'm doing a project." Like, it's a lot of people that make beats that can't do that right now. You know, it's very that, true. That actually like make. And I put it this way, and not to knock anybody that makes beats or that's a producer, whatever you know, whatever they call themselves, but there's a lot of people that they may be making beats, but they're not necessarily making unique beats. I'll put it that way. Right. Like unique to themselves. Like they're using and I, I don't know shit about making beats. Like the most I know from about making beats is from listening to your podcast. I'll put it like that. Like I've never touched making a beat, but I can hear the difference in when the same people are using the same shit to make the same shit. Right. It's like, okay, well, everybody's shit sound the same. Right. Like I've been hating that on that flute. Your shit, even if I even if I hate it, your shit is unique to you because you're you're really making that shit like start to finish. Yeah, I think I even when I think I make like a more um commercial sounding beat, you know, something that would be more popular, I think it always has a moment of like, yeah, but it still kind of has my feel. You know, and I try not to say that stuff too much because I know every producer says that, but I really do feel like yeah. I kind of have my own sound going on, you know. It's a very kind of trippy chill shit going on uh i think a lot of my beats you could just listen to as beats with no vocals and you're like hey shit's pretty good got a lot going on in the melodies but maybe that's bad you know maybe that's why people aren't wanting to bomb because they are too too crazy but i appreciate well, I, it honestly i think with your beats like i said I, I ain't no damn expert on shit but some of the stuff you make, especially like those beat packs you put out, or that might even be the name for it, but the you know just the beat albums you put out. Right. I think there's a whole there's a whole genre of people who love that shit that I I don't know how to tap into because I don't I don't think it's EDM, but it's close to it. Right. If that makes sense, like it's more on that side of things than the hip hop people who the hip hop people only want to hear shit that sounds like what's going on right now because they want to be famous right now right if that makes sense. well it's definitely a like, weird they don't want to hear shit that's different or the next thing they're like nah what's what's the right now thing that i can rap on like it, it definitely is its own lane you know because i will say my little instrumental eps i make i really like them like i listen to them and i'm like you know i actually think there's a story here and you know and i can like get into them and shit which is weird because i was never into that but it EDM people do not think it's EDM. You know, EDM people I talk to or have check out to them, it is just rap beats. There's something I'm doing that's not 
sophisticated enough or that just somehow is missing the genre of <laughs> whatever the fuck. Palette. And they're like, well, that's just the rap beat. And I'm like, all right, I guess, man. But I really am like, man, I like, I think that slurred shit was pretty fun. You know, I was like, I thought I did something cool there. Or like, I actually think the alone one's my favorite one. It had the fewest listens. So, um, I don't know. I do all those for just purely for creative, uh, reasons, right? Like I make a lot of beats that aren't, they can't be rapped to. I mean, I could rap to them, but most people would not rap to them or call them rap beats. So I kind of just throw them into these folders of like, I had something else. And then eventually I collect them and put out these instrumental EPs uh, in case someone wants to hear and it. I, and I guess, I guess that's what makes me like, cause, cause you're right. It, it's probably not EDM and I'm not an EDM person either. So that's just me like trying to toss it in a direction where I think it would be, but it, it's music and it sounds that don't have to have lyrics. Like, right. I don't know what that would be called. I don't know if there is a genre for that, but it's like you can listen to it and be like, you know what? I don't need there to be a song to this. It's meant to just be the instruments. It's meant to just be the sounds. Like, right. this is how it's supposed to be. It should stay this way. So I think you, I think that's kind of the lane you have. And I ain't in no rush to hang up. I know you might have shit to do, but I'm cool talking. So, but if we need to wrap up, I'm cool with that. Too. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it'd be, I think it's a decent spot to wrap it up. We've been talking like an hour or so. I think you have been a good okay. guest. Uh, so we'll definitely have you back on. Um, yeah, man, let's do this shit again. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think, honestly, I think it helps. You've listened to the podcast before. So all y'all other fuckers out there that don't, y'all should. Um, and because you, I mean, you just got to oh, get the way that it brings works. Me, I do, I do want to make this point before we wrap up because you yeah. bought out, you bought up your podcast with Mo uh, playlist. I think everybody who's on that fucking playlist that's not following and sharing it should be a fucking shame to themselves. There's no way it shouldn't have over a hundred fucking follows, likes, whatever Spotify does. With playlist, it should have over a hundred and beyond with all the artists being promoted on that. So, I, and I know for a fact they ain't all damn following it, and that's a fucking shame. I agree one hundred percent. You know, for a long time it was just me and Kurt Thiz. We would just play it every day to try to get artists and plays. You know, because I go back and forth. You know, I'm a little bipolar, I guess. Uh, you know, there's days I just want to be nothing but supportive, and you know, I put out good energy. Good energy comes back, kind of like C.J. Jones talks about. Um, when he's on shit and then there's other days where I'm just fucking petty and I'm like, fuck you. You don't share my shit. I don't want to share your shit. You know, so like I, I go back and forth. Um, you know, but when I first started, I was definitely like, well, we'll just help everyone out, put them on these playlists. But the longer you do it and the more you see people not pulling their own weight, it definitely gets frustrating. Yeah. Not giving a fuck. Right. So I hey, believe me, brother, we, we get the same way. I'm, I try not to be too hated because, like, you know, I'm not asking anyone to be on a stream team and I'm not asking, you know, to to people to cheat the numbers or anything. But, yeah, I mean, I would appreciate a a share whenever the fucking podcast comes out that you're on. I don't think that's too crazy. When you look, when you look at what the shit that some of these artists post or share or actually, like, put on their social media that has shit to do with music, yeah, you can share a fucking playlist that you're on that's has the potential to make you money, the least you could do is share it. Like we we have weeks a lot of times too. We're like, you know what? We're not sharing anybody's music but Sir Nasty because you fuckers don't appreciate it. Right. Like I like I've had days like that where like sometimes we'll divide it up where it's like, all right, I got Twitter Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm like, you know what? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I don't give a fuck about anybody because none of y'all shared anything for our artists. So you know what? The hell with you. But then it, it's like, you know what? That's not why we do it. We try to sit back and be like, we generally do want to try to help people. If they don't want to help themselves, that's kind of their, you know, their bad. 
we're going to help our artists 100%. So if you're not going to help yourself, then, hey, you're you fucking yourself up. Right, right. But, all right, man. Well, uh, anything else where we close out here? Nah, man. We'll we'll do this again. Like I said, I, I just wanted to definitely have a first chop it up session with you. Maybe next time around we might have a top five. Uh, as I said, that was one of my favorite parts when I first started listening to the podcast. But it's hard not to repeat it, man. I could do a top five rappers again. I think Big Sean moves off. I think I've the the longer time goes, uh, I think I'm falling off of XV, who was my favorite in college. I'm just like I don't know. He doesn't put anything out. You know, Little Wayne keeps putting some stuff out. So. Uh, I could maybe revisit something like that or, or, you know, TV shows. I know you have some interest there. Uh, video games yeah, I fucking yeah, love, so sure. I can always talk about those. Um, See, I, I wouldn't have anything to, to add. Like, all my shit I would put on video games would be older. Like, right. I wouldn't have any next generation shit to put on there. Like that N64 list that you and Minx did, I was like, man, I can name some shit. <laughs> yeah, there was one game I I can't believe I forgot Kobe Bryant's courtside on that list. Uh, that was the only one that I, I look back on of like, God damn it. I can't believe I forgot that one. Um, Cause I love that game back then. They had four point four pointers would pop up in the game. If you shot from those certain spots and shit at the right spot. Yep. Yeah. Was great. <laughs> that shit <was> but, dope. <laughs> but all right. Peace, man. Hey man. See you. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's my time. And I don't even care what the hell I say. Looking at work, just trying to get paid. This is my grind. I wake up early in the morning, breath stinking as I'm yawning. Just another Sunday day in middle Georgia. Tupac, we miss ya. Aqualo, we miss ya. We grown with kids now. This life's so real now. I'm so done saying rest in peace cause y'all ain't resting You up late nights helping us to make these records Now you can rest, we done finally made it Inspiration, y'all the reason that we made it Give my wife the gangster, then I wake my babies We men of the house, so we raising ladies Some call me crazy cause I need no man I called on one God when my soul was broken I pray for the peace, please don't provoke me the barrel of the burner still made for smoking Mama love her oldest, me my watching over Still kill for my siblings, taught my papa Nova a G Working day and night all the time I'm putting in work just trying to survive This is my grind It's my time And I don't care what you do to get it Get money Get up and work all day, then I hit the lab at night. God, I know we gon' win, Amen. that's why I'm still in this fight. These bitches still ain't shit, and these niggas still ain't right. Keep saying what you gon' do to me, fuck around and kill you on sight. I can't wait to get home. I'm not missing my flight. Tell my babies I love them. I'm in the car kissing my wife. I'm on go, no stopping. I'm taking everybody shopping. My girl laying so soft. Feel like I'm laying on cotton. And if the headboats are rocking, don't you come go to knocking. Middle of Georgia, I'm legend. 
tell the plug I'm in Robbins. Throw a grenade through your house, take out your goons and your goblins. Hurt the goons in the robbing, got them all still mobbing. Leg hurt still jogging, I don't turn up, I break the knob, man. Long as God in charge, always got me a job, man. I can't walk, get the cane. I can talk through the pain. Long as God is my coach, I'm showing up for the game. Working day and night, all the time. I'm putting the work in, folks. This is my grind.